Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing and completing a, a short series of shirim on going over Rav Yitzchak Maya Morgenstern Shlita's Yat Kislev Drasha from this year, Tavshin Pebez. And in truth, the Mimer goes on longer than what we're going to be discussing. But I felt that the particularities and the, and the details and the difficulty of the concepts for myself are, are strong enough for me to not try and convey them in a coherent or, you know, bite-sized type of way. So what we're going to do is we're going to end the mimer where it remains within at least the realm of, of understandability, Lithiania And so just a, a quick chazara about where we left off last night. So we've been talking about, the Rebbe has been talking about how the Iker Chiddush of this Maimer is to be Megala, how there's a Darga above the Darga of Ein Od. There's a Darga higher than the level of there is nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And that is the Darga of Ephes Zulaso. That is the recognition that there is quite literally absolutely nothing, nor has there ever been anything other than the absolute nility or the capital and nothingness associated with the ever-present nature of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in whatever sense that means something to us. And what the Rebbe has been building up is that the access point to this darga of ki'ilu lo yatsaklal, in the language of the Magenavos, that darga of living as if one has never actually exited the undiluted presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinitude, and that all of existence is still in its original state of non-existence, is the darga that we learn from the body itself. And what we haven't spoken about yet is what is seems to be implicit, again, implicit within this Mimer of the Rebbe, is that we always have three dargin. We have Bina, Chachman, we have Keser, we have Bittel Hayesh, Bittel B'Metzias, and Bittel B'Etzem, or we have Mimale Kalal, Minusoyviv Kalal, Minvukula Kaima, Keloi Chashiva, and the Keser, the darg of Keser, which is above Bina and Chachma, contains both Bina and Chachma in them. Bina is associated with Ani, Anoichias, a sense of I, a sense of there is something to be mevatel. Chachma is associated with Ayin, which is the aspect of nothingness, which is the bitl that the Magid of Mizrich taught the Balatanya, which is the prerequisite to any hasaga of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or any real application of these ideas. And then the Darga of Keser, which are the Dargos that we're describing here, because yes, the original Darga of Keser is what we said is the Kula Kaima Keloi Chashiva, that's the Darga of Ein Od, but we know that Keser also has a second level, which is Efes Zulaso, which based on the Moginavos, which is a Darga of Ki'ilu Lo Yatsaklal, as if nothing ever happened, as if there has been no Yitzia, or in the Haggah of the seventh Lubavitcher Rebbe, that it's not Kula Kaima Kiloi Chashiva with a Chafa as if nothing ever existed, but rather it's mamish, loichashiva, kula kaima loichashiva. So the Rebbe already hints that these two dargos, earlier on we saw the Rebbe says, klal ein oid in fs zulaso, which is kula kaima keloichashiva, or kula kaima loichashiva, which is the darga of ki'ilu lo as if nothing ever exited the original unity. 
The Rebbe says these are two dargos, but we don't really know or lo barur mahachilik benayim. It's not clear what the distinction between these two dargos are because they're both expressive of keser. But what we're learning now is that the darga of ein od that there is nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is the Darga of Kula Kaima Kila Chashiva. Everything exists as if it never existed. But the Darga of Efes Zuloso, which is the Darga of what the Maginavos refers to as Ki'ilu Lo as if there was never any expression or movement of creation, rooting us back to a place above the lofty place of Machsheves Habriya and Ratzon Habriya, and that's going to be the Darga of Kula Kaima Loi Chashiva. That's the Darga of Ki'ilu and that's the Darga of Kesser as well. As the Rebbe said, we saw yesterday that that's the Radla de Sha'ashuam Ha'atzmiyam. That's the Bechina of Atik, while the lower level seems to be associated with the lower aspect of Kesser. Now we know that Kesser Bedera Klal is Aniva Ayin Bevasachas. Bina is a sense of I-ness. It's a sense of egoism. It's a sense of separation. It's associated with the worlds of separation, with Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, in which a person identifies the self in gradations of selfhood un, w- without a clear and unadulterated awareness of the absolute nothingness that permeates all things. The Darga of Chachma, which is the Darga of Bittel, corresponds to the world of Atzilus, where there is nothing, where it's Ihu v'garmaihu v'chiyihu chad where everything is unified, Oiris and Caleb. The Darga of Keser is Ani v'ayin bevasachas, I the sense of I-ness and egoism, as well as the sense of nothingness, bevas achas. It's the ability for something to be above and below at once. And at L'chaira, what we've been discussing, this darga of ke'ilu lo klal, where a person sits and recognizes that all of existence is nullified in its root, because in truth, all of existence has never actually manifested as existence, and therefore our awareness or our self-awareness is nothing other than the self-awareness that is somehow an aspect of a non-existent existence or metzias, that is still within the unadulterated, unminimized, unconcealed, ever-present light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as if the tzimtzum never took place, at that point, we're zoichet to the darga of ani va'ayin bevasachas, because the ani down here, my experience of this worldliness, is in truth just another expression of what it means to be part of the unadulterated and un minimized expression of the infinite, which is why we're going to see that this darga, this darga of ki'ilu lo yatsaklal, as if a person has never ever left the realm of infinitude, is expressed and grasped specifically through the body, specifically through katnus, specifically through the aspect of matat, specifically through the aspect of tzimtzum. It's that thing, that secret of tzimtzum that the brothers wanted to attack Yosef on, because it's specifically the body that teaches us that I know absolutely nothing, that even down here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is present. I can have no hasaga. It's ein aruch lecha. It reminds me all the time that as a creature or a, a theoretical creature, I am still on a certain darga. And again, the Rebbe has stressed that this darga only means anything when we talk about levels of bittel, that there's a way of being mevatel myself and nullifying my existence to the point that my very existence and my thisness and my selfhood is representative and reflective of the selfhood of the infinite, so to speak, because everything is still contained within the infinite. And this is what the Rebbe continues, and he says as follows, that this hasaga, the body, 
when I recognize that the body is the site in which I uncover the ki'ilu lo yatsaklal, so at that point I experience the bechia of hine nar boicha, that secret of Moshe Rabbeinu crying, which is b'shimcha yagilu kol hayom, that every aspect of my life becomes the site of an encounter with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that even my tears become joy, v'ugorem lechuva ilad ilah. And it creates a, a motivation and an access point to the loftiest level of tshuva, which is that place where Zedonis Nehepach Leschuyos, as Rav Tzadok and the Tzadikim of Ishabeth point out, it seems that this is Lafiani Asdaiti, what the Rebbe is, is building upon, as well as the writings of Rabbi Nassan, that on a certain level, always post facto, I can look at my experiences and realize that they are still tied up in the infinite presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's not only Shaloi Rak, Shaloi Chatu Me'olam, it's not that I've never sinned or transgressed, or that I've never departed from the ultimate Yichud, but rather I enter into that space where I recognize that my individual identity and all of its vicissitudes are still part and parcel of that infinitude that has never stopped being infinite. The haguf, and it's specifically the body, shehusoid shir meruba, which is the secret of the fourfold song, that is megale hasoid shachuva, which reveals the secret of tshuva, sheoile begematria shem havaya imdalid miluye asmab vegimol miluye eheke. So what the Rebbe is saying here is as follows, that it's specifically the body, it's specifically the lowest manifestation of experience in this world that teaches us the radical awareness that even my lowest experience is still tied up in the unadulterated, unminimized infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as if no creation has ever taken place. And therefore, the lower down I go, the more congealed and physicalized my experience becomes, the bigger chiddush it is to recognize that in Lucha, I have no hasaga whatsoever of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so what the Rebbe is referring to the body here is a sheer meruba. So this is based on a tikkun Zohar, but it's also a fundamental idea rooted in the tikkun klali from Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, as expressed precisely, profoundly, and nearly miraculously in the biur of the Rebbe on the tikkun klali, that there's a secret of shir pashut, shir kafel, shir meshulish, and shir meruba. That there's the single song, the doubled song, the threefold song, and the fourfold song. Now, bederach klal, the gradations of this unfolding song are identified with the shem havaya, the four-letter name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The yud, the first letter, is the shir pashut. That's the singular song. The yud k is the shir kafel, where a person returns back to the beginning and uncovers more potency. So first it's yud, then it's a return back to the yud and uncovering the hay. That's the shir kafel. Then comes the shir meshulish, the threefold song, which is returning back to the yud, uncovering the hay and uncovering the vav. And then finally we come to the darga of the shir meruba, which is the yud, the k, the vav, and the k. So it's a process of starting and stopping, starting, retreating, uncovering more power, unfolding a little bit more, stopping, retreating, unfolding even more power until we uncover the fullness of the fourfold song of Shem Havaya. Now, the problem that we encounter with understanding this is that the Tikkun Zohar, 
and the tzaddikim also associate this fourfold song with the gradation of worlds, that the oilam ha'atzilus, which is the highest level, is associated with the yud. That's Yud Chachma Kaduma, that's the Bittel B'Metzias of Chachma. The Yud K, the doubled song, is associated with Bina, with the world of Bria. Again, the second highest world, or the third and top of the worlds of separation. The tripled song, the threefold song of Yud K Vav, which is the further unfolding, is going to be the world of Yetzira, until a person finally comes to the final stamp, the Dir B'Tachtoinim, the final manifestation of that fourfold song throughout all of those stages of expression, the most congealed is Yudke Vavke. So we see that there's a stira. The highest level is only an Os Yud, and the lowest level is a full expression of the Shem Havaya. In the world of Atsilas, all we have is the one-fold song, which is not even a holiness of a name. The Rebbe points out that the Os Yud written without the fullness of the name doesn't have any halachic status, nor does Yud K, nor does Yud K Vav. So we find a very strange thing, and the Taurus Chacham points this out as well. It's specifically in the lowest world imaginable, in the Shir HaMeruba, in the Olam HaAsiya, in the Dira Betachtainim, in the Chesha HaKafel HaMechupel, the Doubled Over Darkness, or the Hastara Shabbatoicha Hastara, or what the Rashash Slusayaganalenu refers to as that is gunas denachash, that is concealed within the body and the belly of the snake, it's specifically in the lowest imaginable place that we find the fullness of the expression of the Shem Havaya. And it's Elioinim Lamata Vitatoinim Lamala. How could it be that the lower world contains a full expression of the fourfold song and the highest world only has a onefold, a singular song, a doubled song, and a tripled song? Now, the secret, as the Torah Chacham explains and as the Rebbe describes explicitly based on Rabbi Nachman in the second teaching of Lukuta Maran Chelek Beis, as well as the, the Biur on Tikkun Klali, is that, yeah, that's the exact Svara. The lower down you go, the more concealment that manifests itself, moving from a singular experience to a doubled experience, to a tripled experience, to a fourfold experience where there's all sorts of concealment, it's specifically there that HaKadosh Baruch Hu manifests his name in its fullness. That it's specifically in the Dir B'Tachtoinim, in the Guf itself, that the fullness of the Shem Havaya is going to be revealed. And that's what the Rebbe is describing over here. That the Rebbe is saying that this darga of this darga of as if I have never exited the original yichud, which teaches me that in the end of the day, in aruch lecha specifically in oilam haza, that I'm masig the highest level of recognizing that I know absolutely nothing. That is revealed in the katnas, in the body, which is the secret of the shir hamiruba, the fourfold song, which paradoxically contains both the most concealment imaginable, as well as the fullest revelation of a kaddish baruch imaginable, and that's megala hasoid shel tshuva. That is where tshuva is revealed, because it's only in a place of concealment in Olam Haasiya where the Baal tshuva has a need to return, because in the worlds of Atzilus, Bria Yitzira, there's no need to return. The concealment is still clear enough that I see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Until I come down to Tachtas Haasiya, that Shir Hamaruba, it's specifically there where the body experiences concealment, and there's a need for tshuva. And this experience of tshuva, lest we think that it's a secondary Bidi Eved, as if, okay, we should beat Sadiqim Gemurim, but because we can't be, we fall into the Darga of Balchuva. What we know to be true is Bamakam Shabale Chuva Oimdim, ain't Sadiqim Gemurim Yichalum Lamud.
there's a certain giloy of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's light that emerges from the lowest place possible, the dir betachtainim, the oilam ha'asiya, which cannot be revealed in the place of the tzaddik. Or as the Zaira Kaddish explains, and the Mitla Rebbe Schuseganalenu builds his magnificent kuntras on, Mashiach asve tzadikaya betiyufta, that Mashiach arrives to teach the tzaddikim the secret of tshuva. That this secret of tshuva is the secret of the guf, of our katnas, of matat, of the body of the Bechia of Moshe Rabbeinu, revealing that in Arach that in the end of the day, I have no idea whatever in the world is going on, and which draws me back to that place of the infinite itself. And it's the guf, Shehu Hasoid Shal Shir Meruba, the Rebbe says, Megala Hasoid Shal Tshuva, it reveals the secret of Tshuva, and Tshuva is the gematria of 700 and. 700 and seven, six, 713. Sha'oilibigamatria Shem Havaya, the gematria of Hashem's name, as well as the four fullness of the permutations of Akadish Baruch's name, which is Av when the Shem Havaya is spelled out Yud, Hey with the Yud, Vav with the Yud, and Hey with the Yud, Sag, which is Yud. Hey with a yud, vav with an aleph, and hey with a yud, ma, which is yud, hey with an aleph, vav with an aleph, and hey with an aleph, and ban, which is yud, hey without any fullness, vav without any fullness, or hey without any fullness, in addition to the milule eheke, which is going to be kasa, kama, and Kanag, which are the fullness of the expressions, the Moichin of Chachma, the Moichin of Bina, the Shemos of Eheke, the Shemos of Havaya, Chasadim, Gluros, up, down, infinite, non-finite, or, or infinite and finite, the unity between all of those levels manifest in the secret of Tshuva, because the fullness of our encounter with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is specifically down here with the Guf in the secret of the Shir Hamaruba. V'hu Hanigun de la'asid, Hanimshach Misoid and this is the secret of the nigun that is mesayr la'asid, which is based on the tikkune zohar as well as tishuri meroshamana, which we discussed so clearly or is discussed. I don't think we I spoke to anybody about this, but it's discussed when it comes to shvi shal pesach and tishuri meroshamana, how the song that az yashir emerges specifically out of the concealment of standing in front of that yam prior to its haficha to its revolution and reversal into Yavasha, that song that is going to be sung in the future is the song of Oilam Ha'asiya. It's the song of Amuna that emerges not from the world of Atsilus, not from the world of singular clarity, not from the world of Bria, of doubled experience, not from the world of Yetzirah, which is the threefold experience of Midos, but specifically in the world of Asiya, in the Dira HaTachtoinim, which is the Maisa, which is the lowest imaginable place, that's where the Shir is going to emerge from. It's going to be the song of the body itself. It's going to be the song of concealment that teaches us the deepest level of revelation. And it's this nigun, and this nigun that emerges from the world of Asiya, that is which is revealing to us the highest possibility of bitl, which is because on that darga of the guf, as I sit right now in my thisness, in my thickness, in my physicality, in my chumrius, 
when I recognize that this chumrius is still contained within the original thought prior to the thought of creation, there's no greater bitl than that to realize that at that point, I understand the secret of it's the secret of bitl, of gratitude, of negating myself, of koirim, and mishtachavim. I negate myself and then I negate myself even more. As the Rebbe pointed out, I negate myself on the darga of Ein Oid, which is the secret of Kulo Kaima Keloi Chashiva with the Chafa Demion, as well as Umishtachavim, which is a higher darga of Ephes Zulaso of Keilu Loyatzaklal, which what the seventh Labavitch Rebbe points out is not Keilu Loyatza, it's not the darga of Kula Kaima Keloi Chashiva, like the Tzamach Tzedek brings in the name of the Baal HaTanya in Derech Mitzvah Secha and Mitzvah Yichar Hashem, but it's a higher darga of Kula Kaima Loi as if nothing exists, Efes Zulaso. And that's the two dargos of Koirin and Mishtachavim, Umoidim Lefnei Melech Malchei Amlachim. And what does this mean, Zakta Rebbe? Shehul hichanes lebitl kazeh gavoya ki'ilu lo yatzaklau to enter into a state of self-negation, to enter into a state where every aspect of my being, every aspect of my experience is seen through the lens of having never left the realm of infinitude, and therefore every element of my experience is still indicative and representative of that infinite presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, specifically down here in the Darga of Guf. Ad the until Amzeicha to a Darga of connectivity and self-nullification, the Hargash and the feeling of FS Zulaso. So again, we're still talking in the Darga of feelings, right? We're still talking of being masig, that which can't even be described in words, because as the Rebbe has already set us up, is that all of this is mitzad hatachton. All of this is mitzad mitzidenu and das tachton, because otherwise we would run the risk of beginning to create dargin chas v'shalom or levels within the infinite the safety lock or the shock absorber that is inherent within all matters of discussing Yichud is that first and foremost, we must acknowledge that everything is mitzidenu. We can't even begin to open our mouths or imagine what it would mean to speak on the level of mitzido kavyacho from the perspective of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Once we have that halacha clear in our eyes that everything we say is mitzidenu, so then everything we say is already protected because all it is is our perspective. And that's why the Rebbe can say that the tachlis of reaching this loftiest level of ki'ilu loya is still going to be a hargasha. It's still going to be the hargasha of Ephes Zulas. So, that I'm still a self that is feeling that I am a self that has never ever exited that presence of the absolute capital and nothingness of Akadish Baruch Hu. It's higher than that darga of Ein Od. It's higher than that darga of Kiloi Chashiva. It's the darga of Loi Chashiva. And here the Rebbe is coming back to clarify what he said earlier wasn't clear. The Rebbe earlier said that it's not clear exactly what the distinction is between the Darga of Ein Oid and Ephes Zuloso. But now the Rebbe is making very clear. Generally speaking, we contain these two elements in a singular fashion, that they're both expressive of the highest level of unity. Besoid shell, kula kaima kiloi chashiva. 
as if both of them are contained within that kula kaima kiloi chashiva, without making room for that efes zulaso or the chiddush of the magen avos, which is kiilu lo klal, as if nothing has ever happened. Ach mikol makom yesh chiluk beneim ki yesh madrega yoter aliona shehu loy chashiva bli oischaf. But now that we have that Haggah of the Lubavitcherebbe, the seventh Lubavitcherebbe, following the teaching of the Magen Avos of Kapast, so we now we understand that these two dargin, in in spite of the fact that they're contained within the same space of Keser, which is Aniva Ayin Devasachas, in truth they're two dargin, and the highest darga of Kiilu Loyatzaklal, as if I've never exited the Yichud whatsoever, is only going to be revealed specifically by the Guf. The Rebbe continues and he says, All of the language and all of the distinctions and delicate surgical cuts that the Balatanya makes appear to a normal individual or appear to any individual as if they're just words in general meaningless words. And the only reason for that is because a person doesn't daven enough to be to understand what these things mean for that individual in their own state. But when we daven for it and we're but when we learn to yearn after and seek out the feeling of what these dargos and bitl and presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu means in accordance with all of these levels actually means, then they begin to mean something. And a person has to learn so much. And a person has to daven on this unendingly, consciously davening, unconsciously davening, aware of my davening, not aware of my davening. I have to perpetually be praying for the access to what these dargos mean, to live with a sense of what it means to have bitl. Without the tefillah, without the perpetual yearning after these levels, as if they are the life-saving medicine that we need. It doesn't speak to the soul. A person can be a Bucky in Mamre Chasidus and Mamre Kabbalah, but they have no hargash of what these bitulim mean. And it's only after numerous prayers, and it's only after davening, as Rabbi Nachman tells us, that we have to be mahapich, the Torah into tefillah, to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, to allow these teachings to break our hearts, not to simply remain intellectual concepts, but rather to break us open, to remind us that without bittal to you, without the recognition that nothing is real other than you, until the tefillah emerges from the urgency that I need to feel these things, we're not going to feel these things. But if we daven enough, if we're brokenhearted enough, we'll begin to feel what these dargos of Bittal mean. The Habal Hasulam Amar and Rivyudaleb Ashlog Skusayaganalenu said, Sha'ikir ha Kabbalah hu hasagas hamadregos, that the essence of Kabbalah is to actually grasp these madregos, meaning it's not just a din in Talmud Torah. It's a din in being Mahapech the Torah into a tvila where I actually experience these things in my own humble and individualized way. The Hainu Shayi that we should have shaykhs to it, that that when will my actions come to the place of the actions of my forefathers, of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Zakhtar of Simcha Bunim of Pshischa, that the language of Yagiyu, 
when will I arrive at that darga, is also the language of nigia. When will I have some relationship with it? When will I have access to touching it? And the Rebbe continues, v'yavinu elikus. All of this is for us to understand what does it mean when we talk about godliness? What does it mean when we talk about dveikus? What does it mean when we talk about bittel? What does it mean when we speak about hashra'as alikus betachtoinim? What does it mean when we speak about God's presence down here with us? And when a person davens for this and learns about it and seeks it out as if it is the medicine they need to cure their critical illness, as yachal at that point, it's possible that we may merit the possibility of having some relationship to the truth of these matters. And the Rebbe continues, because Yad Kislev is simply a hakdama for Hasidus, and a hakda, the Hasidus is a hakdama for Hanukkah. And the entire aspect of lighting the candles of Hanukkah is the aspect of Latakin Hahoi to rectify that mida of hoid, to rectify what it means to be mavatil ourselves, what it means to be anavim, what it means to make ourselves smaller in the face of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what it means to have hoida'a, to nullify ourselves. Litseis mekal ha'atzvus mamara to leave the sadness and the despondency, shehu dava, Right, the pasuk says kol hayom dava that the entire day pasuk and echa tells me that the entire day was moaning and groaning, and the tzaddikim point out, and the zayar kadosh points out, and the ari points out that our job is to take those osios of dava dalid vav hey and be mahapich them backwards v'nahapichu to transform dava into hoy that despondency into gratitude. Our entire tachlis is to move away from the atzvus and the marashchira that we so often feel in the guf, but to beat it with the guf itself. Our job is to transform the body itself, not to negate the body, not to erase the letters of dava and to find new letters, but to take the very letters of dava, to take the guf itself and transform them and be mahapich them into tzirufim chadashim of the same osios rearranged to reveal a completely different spiritual experience of hod. And there's no other way to experience this through the act of tshuva, through returning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, negating myself, recognizing that I know absolutely nothing. What I thought I know, I don't know. What I thought I knew the day before is katnas and nothing in relationship to what I can possibly know. And we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we're grateful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we make ourselves smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller in the face of the king of all kings. And this is the secret of the candles of Hanukkah. Like we said, this is the secret of the menorah, which is the body. The menorah is the vessel, but it's specifically the vessel that has the capacity to reveal the Shalheves, the spark, that flame of Or Ein Sof, of the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Until we have the ability to reveal that darga of there is nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not only the darga of Ein Od, but there is absolutely nothing.
it's not that there's nothing other than Hashem. There's nothing. It's pure nothingness. It's all Hashem. And the Rebbe continues, perish. and this is the explanation of that Rashi that we've been discussing so often because this Mimer seems to be based explicitly on a teaching from the Kajnitzer Magid and Avodis Yisrael and Parshas Vayeshev, which is all based on this Pasuk, that when that when the Tzadikim, the Shvatim, saw this Tzadik who was Metapel Beguf, who was Mesalso Besa'aro, and finding that sheer hamiruba, that secret of the fourfold, the fourfold song, specifically down here, they wanted to attack him. They wanted to destroy that secret of Tzimtzum because they said it's not possible. Rashi says, what does it mean that they conspired against him? Ito, Ito with him means emo, klimar elov, towards him. The only way that we learn the secret of Bittal, the only way we learn the secret of tolerating Katnos to experience the Atzvus and the Marashchaira, and to negate it through the secret of Bechia, which is transforming the darkness into the light, which is Beshimcha Yagilu Kolayom. The tears transform into singing out Takadosh Baruch Hu. The Bali, the lowest site, becomes the site of the Tishuri Meroshamana. It comes from the Darga of Matat. It comes from the Darga of the Guf, from the Darga of Katnus. And what we need to do is to negate ourselves to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And not to be moved and not to be bothered and not to be impressed by anything that happens in the world, not to be overwhelmed by any current events, by any mishpat that takes place in the world. Whether it's regarding the individual themselves, whether it's with regards to the world at large, all of this comes from the Heichel HaSchus, which we discussed earlier, which is that place of Or that place of Din, that place of separation, all of those distinctions and changes emerge from that place of limitation, but but when we transform that limitation and we acknowledge that it's never actually exited the unified presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we're not moved by any of this, we're not bothered by any of this, at that point, we have the freedom to exit the sadness and the despondency. And this is the secret of Yosef HaTzadik, this is the secret of the Yechideh HaDairis. This is the secret of the Balatanya, of Rabbi Nachman, of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, of the Magad of Mizrich, of the secret of Hasidus, which came to reveal how down here is in truth up there, and up there is in truth down here. And that's what can't be understood, how the bottom can reveal that which is higher, how the guf can be higher than the Neshama. This is the secret of Yosef HaTzadik, Shahayalei Ketoynes Pasim, that he received from his father, from Yaakov Avinu, a Ketoynes Pasim, and the tzaddikim point out, the mekubalim point out that pasim pei samach yud mem are the dalin madregos shalamalach matat, which are roshetevos pasim. Again, highlighting the fact that it's specifically through the encounter with the full expression of katnus, with the full expression of what it means to be stuck in levushim, with the full expression of bechia and being attacked and feeling low. It's specifically there that we're zoichet to the side of Yosef Atzadik. Ki Yosef Atzadik hayelai hakoyach lahapech as kolam madregos 
Yosef and Mshachim Mebuchinas Matat, because it's specifically a tzaddik like Yosef who has the ability to descend into prison, to descend into Mitzrayim, to descend into separation, into the Darga of Matat and transform it. And what that means for us is to transform all of the smallness that we experience. The Rabbeinu Zal and Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, how did Rabbi Nachman merit to enter into Eretz Yisrael? Because he merited to withstand the burden of Katnus Sheba Katnus. Rabbi Nachman writes in Chaim Oharan something amazing. And it has everything to do with the Maisa, the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh that we tell over on Tzvi Shal Pesach. One of the reasons Zakhtar Rabbi Nachman, and as expressed in the Tzadikim, that the Baal Shem Tov wasn't Zaycha to enter into Eretz Yisrael, was because the Baal Shem Tov only entered into Katnus. He only entered into Katnus and he needed to reveal whatever that means for whatever any person thinks it might mean, that the Baal Shem Tov couldn't do something. Obviously, these are Razin, Derazin, and things we can't ever understand, but the Baal Shem Tov was only able to enter into Katnus, and it was Rabbi Nachman who was able to enter into the Katnus of the Katnus, into the Dir Bittachtoinim, into the lowest imaginable place. And it's specifically by entering into that place, entering into the katnus of katnus, into the guf, into the darg of matat, into the darg of katnus and concealment, and revealing there that every aspect of our lives and our experience are still ultimately tied up in the unlimited and unminimized and unconcealed and un, uncon contained infinite expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence, and therefore everything that we do can be seen in the eyes of Bittal, it's at that moment that we're able to transform ourselves and to be zeicha to the darga of kula kaima loy chashiva of ki'ilu loy which the Rebbe describes over here as the darga of Eretz Yisrael. And Be'ezer Sashem, the whole tachlis of, of Hasidus, the whole tachlis of Pada B'Shalom Nafshi is to be Zoyche to the Yira Shalom, to be Zoyche to the place of Shalom, to be Zoyche to Moichen to Eretz Yisrael, to be Zoyche to a place where the Aretz itself is transformed into Shamayim, where the Katnish of the Katnis is revealed to be a cleave for the Godless of the Godless, and Beschus the Tzadikim Amitim, Shoichne Afar Hema, that all of the Tzadikim Amitim, as well as the Tzadikim Amitim in our generation, we should be to understand a little bit of what these teachings mean for us on a practical level, Be'ezrus Hashem.